Hey, good morning, everyone. Imani St. James from the St. James Project Podcast, and I am back. Thank you to all those who wish me well, asked me when was I returning. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but you know, as always, I'm always working on something. That's what the project thing about is about, okay? Just keep moving forward at all times. All right, on the menu today, my rant is about... I want to talk to those who are suffering silently where you're thinking about ending it all or to those who have someone who is struggling uh, with why they should continue to live. Basically, this is all about mental awareness, mental illness, and how do we deal with this? Now, you know, recently there were very two high profile deaths that occurred uh, last week and I think the week before that. The first being Kate Spade. And it came out that there were some challenges in her life and she decided to make a permanent decision based on the temporary situation, which is really sad, you know, and my condolences to her family, to her husband, to her child. And then there was Anthony Bourdain. Now, I didn't know a lot about Kate Spade, but I knew a lot about Anthony Bourdain because we usually we had to watch his shows when I was in college. I um, mean, went, went to one of those, you know, schools where we into communication, media technology. And I thought his he had the greatest ability to tell a story over a great meal introduce culture open up your mind through his shows parts unknown was outstanding what was tragic was the way he ended his life for a man who gave so much who opened up our minds every week who sat down and had a conversation with people opposite of him maybe even opposite of his beliefs yet he couldn't find what he needed to save his own life and you know what? He was no, uh, he was not uh, quiet about, let me see. He was very vocal about his demons, his addictions and things like that. Um, what needs to happen? What do we do? How do we fix this? And the reason why I'm talking about this today is because within the past week, I was on my way to interview an artist in San Jose and right when I got there, I got a phone call from a relative that another relative uh, just went to, uh, was taken to the hospital that they had tried to commit suicide. So I guess my focus this week would want to be on to those who are suffering. If you're dealing with any kind of issues that make that you are contemplating ending it all, Come on, let's, let's just think about that for a second. This is not a judgment, but this is looking at uh, mental illness from the other side, because we see you every day. We don't know what you're going through on the outside, from the outside, looking in, you have it all together. You are the epitome of what some people want to be. Everybody likes you. Everybody wants the things that you have, not really knowing what your true pain is. And I say that because 
How many people have we seen every day? We want their lives, but we don't really know what their life is like behind closed doors, especially with Anthony Bourdain. Um, being on the road 250 something days per year, you think he's coming and he's, he's meeting all these great people, having all these conversations, but I've been doing my research on him. It paints a picture of a man that who was very lonely, who had no outlet, no one to talk to. And if you go back to, I think it was, I want to say, was it the 90s or 2000s? I need to pull up the actual date. But if you Google him, someone can Google it. Phyllis Hyman, very beautiful, tall, gorgeous jazz singer who appeared on many late night shows. She was in one of Spike Lee's movies, like when Spike Lee really got started. Um, she ended her life right before she was about to go on set with the Whispers in New York at the Apollo Theater. And she left a suicide note that she was just tired, you know, and she, this is all verifiable information. But I argue that it was more than that. It was a woman who had given up on herself. And I can tell you, just as someone dealing with this last week, I don't even know how to feel. You actually do not realize how much of an impact these things have on you until they hit your life. See, I've always seen this from TV, from afar, from other people. It's just like death. You know what? I never thought so much about death until my own brothers died and the reality really sunk in. I mean, it, it's always good that you can pray for people, be there for them, wish them well when they're going through these things, but you never know how you are going to respond when these things come into your life directly. And it was a moment that changed my life forever. Now, I would say that to those who are suffering or wrestling, uh, who are challenged, have mental health issues, or you keep dealing with that heaviness of why should you continue to go on? Why don't we try something new? Put yourself, why don't you start putting yourself in different environments? Like when things are really that low, the last thing you need to be, the last thing we want, the last thing that should take place is for you to be alone. I just kind of feel like that the mind is a precious thing and you have to guard it. You have to guard who you hang out with it, who you hang out with, guard your relationships because that all contributes to the negative thoughts, the feelings of, of worthlessness. I don't even know how to, I, I, right here, I have all my notes written out of, of what I want to say. And yet it's not coming out the way I would want to say it because of what I just experienced. I'm saying that there has to be a, a responsibility on the, on the part of the person who is suffering. There's so much information out here and you have to be connected to the right people, either directly 
or indirectly. That means social media, books, however, feed your mind daily. Feed it positivity daily. Feed it good energy daily. Find what works for you. If it's Christ, Jesus, Buddha, whoever your God is, whoever you identify with, whoever you claim is your God, tap in daily. The last thing your you want your loved ones, your relatives would want to hear is you trying to end your life. This has been a awful month in terms of suicide. And yes, I've seen all the posts on social media about suicide prevention. If you're struggling and how people are, are, are saying, you know, do talk to someone, but let's be real. These people, not all of them, but some of them that are, are giving out the good advice, they don't want to be bothered with you. You have to get to a place where you have to fight when there is no one there to fight for you, with you. You fight by yourself. However you need to do it, please do not make a permanent, situa- uh, a permanent decision based on a temporary situation because whatever is going on it's not going to last forever use that as a moment to think how can i deal with this how can i get past this if you're failing at whatever fail forward find a way to move it ahead rather than sit there and wallow and think no one cares because that's not true but i i'm just I don't even know all the thoughts that went through my mind this week when you hear a relative trying to end it all, but at the same time, you understanding that people can only do so much. You have to fight for you. You have to want to live. You have to want to see you do better. You be your own testimony be your own rescue. I I know that it's not a selfishness. It's saying that there are going to be times when there is nobody else but you. Tap in however you need to. What is your outlet? For me, when I feel the negative energy pulling at me, I get up and go to the gym. I go work out and I mean, I turn it up. So I take it past the level. Even if I fail at my workout, I feel better inside knowing that, okay, whatever I'm dealing with, I just release that energy and I can get past the next day. And then you get up and you do it again. It, this is becoming very disturbing. It's becoming a very disturbing trend and it's always been there, but I think it was there was a focus on it because of the two celebrities involved. And you know, art imitates life. Life imitates art. They are one, actually. They go hand in hand. And you know how people tend to look up to celebrities and follow their trends and things like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. This has happened too many times. So I don't have any figures or facts because I'm not speaking from a professional uh, point of view. I'm speaking from a person who interacts with people daily. 
and they laugh on the outside, but they could be crying on the inside. And that's why I'm always hesitant to admire somebody's life because you really don't know what they're going through. We are on the outside looking in, but let's encourage those who are struggling right at this moment because you can't be with everybody. You can't save everybody. We actually, as individuals, have to do something for ourselves. We have to discipline ourselves. We have to guard our mind. Watch who we hang around. Watch the places that we hang out with. Even watch what we listen to and what we what we see and what we hear through music, shows, TV shows, radio. I'm serious. People don't think that that's real, but that's real. If you um, are depressed, why would you hang around depressed people? You go and hang around people who who are always upbeat, positive, and motivating. They tell you, look, whatever you're going through, you'll get through it. Sometimes the truth hurts. But the truth is just that, the truth. It will get you through those dark moments. And I just want to put that out there today. This is my podcast for this week. I initially had something else totally planned. I was on my way to interview uh, Frankie Marcos, the young comedian from San Jose, who's up and coming, is really funny. And as soon as I got there, I get this disturbing call. That's all been put on the back burner right now because now there's a mental crisis going on in the family that, you know what, you can only do so much for a person, but that person, you can't want for some, you can't want something for someone who does not want it for themselves. And sometimes the greatest thing you can do for people is to not get directly involved, is to love from afar see what would how how does it benefit the person um i guess i'm trying to think of the right words um where you have people taking their lives but how does it benefit the person who has been who's being affected by your action and it it's kind of like think of this from the opposite end uh the person who is suffering from mental health issues. This is this is becoming the new norm and it should not be the new norm. It I, I don't know. This is something that this is a an an inner thing. This is an inner war that I guess it maybe it's like alcoholism. I don't know personally. I'm only going by what I keep hearing and seeing that but it is a lifelong struggle that i would imagine it's like the disease of alcoholism how they can't be around you know certain places things like that they're always going to need that that therapy that that support well that's okay for mental health uh mental health that's that's a thing that you're going to always need that support this is the mind we're talking about the mind so as a man thinketh so is he 
but it's not just enough to think positive thoughts. You have to put yourself in positive environments, but there's going to come a time that you are going to be alone and you have to fight back. Fight back is not listening to the negative voices to get out and do something that contributes to your mental well-being. Go get a massage, go work out, go take a hike, go swim, read a scripture, read the Bible, go chant, go pray, whatever you need to do to succeed for that day, that moment to win that war on your mind, by all means, do what is necessary. I don't even know this has been such an eye opener this week that I am going to look more into it. And I got an email for someone the other day and I want, she, she touched on this subject subject. So I want to go back and reread that email and maybe we can get together and talk and talk on, on this show about, uh, mental health, mental health issues. What do you need to do? How do you get past this? How you be, how do you be successful? Maybe she can be a testimony and an inspiration for someone. Okay. So you can find me every week online, go to my website, the St. James Remember you can find me on Facebook, the St. James project or on Twitter. And I'm happy to say that I stepped out of my zone. I gotta move it forward. I am now on Instagram and it's the same hashtag St. James project. I will be back next week. This is part one and I'm hoping to continue this conversation. Um, this is one of the greatest countries in the, in the land. This is one of the greatest countries. So many opportunities, so many freedoms. But this is a dangerous trend. This is just, I cannot tell you how I've been personally affected by this. Not really having an understanding thereof until it hit my life. But we need to continue the conversation. How do we fix this for people who are suffering with mental health issues? What can we do to encourage those who, where they've given up all hope. So hit me up. Let me know what you think. You like it. Yay. If you don't, nay. If you want me to expand on something, I'm just one person. You got to let me know that, you know, this is not my area of expertise. Um, but I'm saddened by the last couple events because now this is, you know, people tend to look up to celebrities and follow their trend and we don't want this to happen. All right. Imani St. James for the St. James Project. I will see you next week right here at the same time, same place. Peace.